0: upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Body. I'm your host, Christina Slater, and today we are joined by one of Cut & Conquer's head coaches, Brittany Burgess. Hey guys, what's going on? So today we're going to be talking about kind of the interconnection between mental and physical health and just how important both of them really are in life. And Brittany is going to share with us her story and kind of her battle with anxiety and just mental health in general and how fitness completely changed her life. So Brittany, if you want to um, kind of tell the story of how we met and how we connected and this all got started.
1: Yeah, for sure. So to start, obviously I'm super pumped to be here and I'm so thankful you asked me to do this. I'm so excited. <laughs> obviously now, like in this day and age, we met through uh, social media through Instagram to be more specific. You actually reached out to me. It was perfect. Honestly, we vibed right away. Like I just was like, wow, this chick's super cool. I'm obviously like I'm Halloween obsessed, spooky vibes through and through. And like, I think that totally like stuck out for you as well. Cause like, you're totally into that as well. So that was like something we had in common. And like, I noticed off the hop too, we had a lot in common in other ways as well. Like when it comes to, you know, our training and fitness and our mental health and all that stuff. And honestly, I think it was just like really perfect timing for the both, both of us, like professionally, I think we become like really great business partners and it's really blossomed to a pretty sweet relationship we have going on. And honestly, I really wish like we lived closer because I think we would be like super good friends, to be honest. <laughs> totally. I, th- I think so, too.
0: And I think we're, we're good. We're going to be even better friends. We're already good friends no matter what. <laughs> but yeah, the spooky vibes on your profile totally, totally stood out to me because I don't know, not a ton of ladies are into like gothic decor and like horror movies and stuff. There's definitely some out there. But I was like, oh, my God, this person is totally my vibe. <laughs>
1: I totally hear you. Like, most of my friends, like, they're like, nope, horror movies, not me. Like, like, the only person I actually know is like my mom. Like, she's super, like, horror fan. That's probably obviously why I'm into that. But like, all my friends, like, no one was into it. It was just me. So here's me just like watching three movies by myself. But <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like, I don't
0: think I even told you this, but I totally creeped your profile for like at least three weeks before I even messaged you. <laughs> I love it. And I kept asking my boyfriend, I'm like, look at this girl. She looks so cool. I want to reach out to her. But I'm like, she actually looks too cool. Like, I don't know if I should. Too cool. Oh my God. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Super excited to have you here. So excited to have you on the team. Like you are the best. Yes. I'm
1: so pumped. I love it.
0: <laughs> and Samantha's awesome too. Like Samantha's our other head coach and she'll hopefully be coming on the podcast in the next couple of weeks. So again, like so grateful for you guys. You guys are Amazing.
1: Man, the three of us vibes so well. Like I don't know how you did it, but uh, I like manifested
0: to- you guys and you guys manifested each other and me. I think. I truly think it honestly, like it's worked out
1: so great. And like we we all like have like the same work ethic, which I feel like is kind of like sometimes hard to find. It is. Um, so is. And especially like having everything online and like we obviously don't live close to each other. So like having like a good vibe with everybody is like super key.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So tell us like a little more about you, about yourself as a coach and kind of like the clientele that you love working with the most.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I am of course a personal trainer and online coach. i really preach self-love and mental health. I'll obviously dive into that a little more later on in the podcast, but I really love working with women who kind of struggle with their body and they're not afraid of, you know, putting on muscle and lifting weights. I really like to working with women who are willing to put in the work long-term, like no, no quick fixes, no fad diets, nothing like that. I really want to, I love helping women and clients in general really fall in love with the process and help it turn into a lifestyle for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that is so, so important. And like, as you know, like the more, the more clients you work with and the more we are involved in fitness in our life, it really just becomes a lifestyle and it becomes part of who you are. And I think sometimes the biggest struggle is almost like embracing that and and really like building it into your life. But it's so important because everyone is so different. Everyone has such different lifestyles to really
1: like find what works for you, right? And like it's crazy. I like thinking about. And I was actually thinking about this earlier today. Like when I started my fitness journey, I have like I had no idea. Like it would turn into something like this. And like I was thinking today, I was like, "What? Like what would I be doing? Like what would you be doing? What would Samantha be doing if like fitness wasn't like a part of our life? Like I looking back now, I have no idea. Like it's such a big part of my life. Like I have no idea. <laughs> right? I know.
0: I know. And. I don't know if if you felt like this, but something I was reflecting on a while back too was I used to kind of like tell myself that fitness was my passion and like my hobby. So I didn't want to do it as a career because I didn't want to have my career be the same as my passion because then I would lose my passion for it. And I kept like telling myself that story, but it's so false. And like, I love fitness for myself. I love teaching people about fitness. I love helping people start their fitness journey and just like how people's fitness journeys can totally change from wanting to lose weight to wanting to build muscle to just wanting to like feel good in their body.
1: I was totally the same way. Like, cause it was a hobby, right? Like it's your yeah. hobby and you're like, well, you like have to do this as a career and like I lose the love for it and like the passion I have for it, but it's totally opposite. Like I fell in love with it more, to be honest. It's just <laughs> more and more love. <laughs> yes. I love it. So
0: Okay. Tell us a little more about your story, you growing up and like how you got into fitness.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I will start from the beginning very quickly. So I was born and raised in a small town in Ontario. I still live in Ontario right now, actually with my boyfriend and my French bulldog, Charlie, who I'm absolutely obsessed with this dog. Let me tell you, I've had dogs growing up, but... This dog is a, like, a different breed, man. Like, he is something else. He is just so great. Obviously, you've seen the kid before, like. (laughs) We love Charlie. Charlie's, like, the star of uh, the live streams in our group. (laughs) It's so funny, actually, the other night. Like, I'll just quickly say this because it's so funny. So, I was just about to do my live, and Charlie was on the couch with Ben, my boyfriend. And I was, like, and he was sleeping. So, I was, like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to leave him there. Like, whatever. So, I was, like, oh, I'm going to go do my live. As soon as I said, I was going to do my live, like this dog, like shot right up. He got off the couch and he's like, mom, we're going to work. Like he was like, I want to, it was so funny. I was like, oh my God, this guy, (laughs) (laughs) but yes, I am living still in Ontario with obviously my boyfriend and Charlie. I am an only child. So I have no siblings, just me. I did grow up a little later on, not so early, but more in my late teens uh, with separated parents. I've always been into sports growing up. Like I honestly had a, like a privilege of having like my parents be able to, they literally threw me into everything, like, which I'm so thankful for name it. Like I tried it, basketball, soccer, I did, you know, your baseball, your T-ball, I even did like dance. And then I found hockey when I was probably, I'm going to say 12, 11 or 12 And I fell in love with it. Like hockey ended up just being my life. Like I played rep hockey pretty much until like I couldn't with women hockey, they don't really have anything. Like, unless you want to go play professional or you get scholarships when you hit like adult, they don't really have anything high end for women hockey, which kind of sucks. But I play rep hockey pretty much my whole life. Like I said, it was I was at the arena five, six days out of the week, which you're probably aware of because your boys play hockey as
0: well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a lot of listeners to this podcast who have kids who play hockey and hockey is so brutal. Like it's hardcore when you're on the ice, it's like an hour plus of like intense cardio, right? Like it's no joke.
1: <laughs> like I honestly have, I can say, I think that I have hockey to thank for like the booty and my thighs. Like, let Oh me my tell God, you- the hockey booty. Like my boyfriend <laughs> has the nicest ass And it's from hockey. Like, it's insane. Oh, nuts. And that was... And I obviously... Like, I played rep. So not only was I doing... Like, like, on the ice, I was also, like, doing dry line training too, right? So, like, I literally lived at the arena and I wouldn't change a thing. Like, honestly, looking back, my whole childhood, I just... It was hockey and I loved every second of it. I met so many good friends from hockey. Like, I think it's so important.
0: Yeah. And I think another thing that like, we probably didn't even know about each other until even maybe right now. But I feel like another one of the reasons why we just like vibe so well together is just some similarities with that. So I'm not technically an only child, but my sister's like almost 20 years older than me. So we didn't grow up together at all. Like I basically just grew up as a single child. (laughs) And then like, I also was in competitive swimming, which is like different than hockey, of course, but it's that same, like really tenacious sport that requires so much time and so much energy. It's not like, Oh, you played soccer once a week or something. Right. It's like two plus hours a day, every single day, dry land training on the ice or in the pool, like that really elite discipline that you need to compete at those high levels. And I think what you learn through that, especially growing up is like just that intrinsic discipline and being able to like set goals and reach goals. And it just like empowers you. You know what I mean?
1: I learned so much from Like in like on a team and playing hockey, like I learned so much. Like it was really like I think that's a reason why like I work really hard. Like absolutely, it it just it instills something in your mind. And honestly, I think it's so important to have kids in sports and like not just the whole like growing up with like you know your hockey friends and all that stuff. But I feel like you learn so so much, and like I'm so thankful that I got to experience that. And like same with your swimming. Like I've heard so much about how intense it is. Yeah.
0: It's actually funny. I went to the pool yesterday and I swam for the first time in a lot of years. And like, I was actually really fast. <laughs> it's hey, been honestly- a really long time, but it's crazy. Like when you look back, whatever, whatever sport anyone is in, right. If you're in those elite sports and you're pushing your body growing up, like the lessons that you learn and the friendships that you build through that, it's really unlike anything else
1: hundred percent. It's so important. And I'm just super thankful that I was able to experience it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So tell us about like when you kind of transitioned more into like fitness and in terms of like weightlifting and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. So I really got, so obviously like in college, so high school, obviously I did my hockey and I was all it was sports, 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 sports. And then I went to college and then like that just stopped. Like, I didn't do, which was really weird for me. Cause like, I was always doing like sports. I was always doing something. And then I went to college and then I, obviously that stopped. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't going to the gym, like nothing at all. So really my fitness really started, And I started taking it really seriously. It was probably about four years ago. And honestly, I fell in love right away. Like there wasn't like a moment where I was like, Oh, like, this is kind of lame. Like, what am I doing here? Like, honestly, as soon as I walked in the gym, my very first gym membership, I was like, Holy crap, like this is freaking sweet. I initially started working out for my mental health, which I'll obviously get into later. So yeah, so it was about four years ago. And then during COVID, the first round, I don't even know what round, like I don't even know anymore. What round is it now? (laughs) Honestly, I don't even keep up anymore. But there was a point (laughs) that I was temporarily laid off from my office job. And like, obviously gyms and shit were closed. So I took this opportunity to get my personal trainer certification, you know, I always looked for an excuse not to do it. Like there was always something, you know what I mean? Like I was like, oh no, like this and that. And then when COVID actually first hit, I was like, well, why would I get my personal training when gyms aren't even open? Like, that's stupid. Yeah. And then, I, yeah, so for the second round, then I ended up, you know, I was like, okay, well, I can do this online too. Like, it doesn't have to be in person. Like, that would be so sweet. So I ended up just biting the bullet. And I was like, you only live once, whatever, who cares? So I did it. And I honestly loved the whole process. And I loved learning about everything. And then once gyms opened up again, I took all my new skills and like mindset that I learned. And I brought it into my training and like my training took off. Like I've really been really, really serious in my training and probably like the last year and a half. And I honestly, I've never been happier. Like I love it so much. And then fate seemed to happen and you freaking reached out to me. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Isn't that crazy?
0: But it's so true. And when you have that knowledge, whether it's just the physiological knowledge or the how to like shift your mindset to really push yourself in training, it like levels up your training like crazy. And another thing I wanted to, to touch on, like talking about getting your personal training certification and kind of feeling like, well, with COVID, like, what's the point? Because gyms are closed and everything. And I used to be strictly an in-person personal trainer and I did really, really enjoy it. But, and I'm sure you can speak on this too, like being an online coach, especially with the community we have at Cut and Conquer Fitness, like The amount of value that we can provide to clients in an online setting versus like a one-hour personal training session in the gym is like tenfold or more. Because not only do you have like one trainer, we have three of us in there with all different experiences, all different types of knowledge, providing value on a daily basis. Like the mindset work, the nutritional coaching, the macro coaching, not to mention the mindset work that we do like every single day with our clients and the customized training and like working on form, working on technique, video demos for our clients. Like it's so much more value that you can provide from an online setting than just from taking someone through a workout in a gym.
1: Oh, I totally agree. And like, like everything you said there is perfect. And like with doing in-person training, like what do you have? Like 30 minutes to an hour with these people? Like, honestly, like that's great, but it's, what we do is amazing. Like our clients can reach out to us, like whenever they need something, whenever they have a question, like, um, you know, whether it's in regards to their fitness or their nutrition or even their mental health, like if you're having a rough go, like, yo, throw me a message. Like, I think it's so great that, that they're able to do that and they don't have just 30 minutes with us. And then that's it. Absolutely.
0: Because, and again, you can share your thoughts on this too, but like, most of the time when one of our clients are struggling with something it's not the physical part that they're struggling with it's not doing squats per se or it's not like eating protein it's the it's the mindset behind those actions it's like the the guilt of feeling like they're prioritizing themselves over their family or like previous habits that they've had of binge eating or late night snacking and working through those things is so much more valuable especially for that long-term progress than just like learning what protein is and learning like that you should do squats. You know what I mean?
1: I totally agree. And like, same with the whole mindset thing too, like about, you know, not seeing the progress they want to see right now and like, or, you know, the scale hasn't moved or the scale has gone up a little bit and like, we're always there for them no matter what, like if they have a question or if they literally just want to send us a message to vent about something, I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, It's great. I love it. Absolutely.
0: So tell us more about your journey with mental health and kind of like what fitness did for you when you were struggling. Oh my gosh. Okay.
1: (laughs) Are you sitting down? (laughs) (laughs) I am. Yes. (laughs) Perfect. Okay. So honestly, so just to start here, we're going to backtrack a little bit. So a few months before I started my fitness journey. So that would bring it to probably beginning of 2018 was a super, super friggin' dark time for me. Like the lowest I have ever been. My mental health was not good. (laughs) There was a lot of stuff going on in my personal life that really, I think everything just escalated. And it's like my body and my brain didn't know, like, I didn't know what the heck was going on and didn't know how to deal with it. And it just shut down literally completely. Like my anxiety was so bad. Like I literally couldn't leave my house. I clearly like I couldn't leave the house. So I wasn't getting paid because I wasn't going to work. I was not eating. So I ended up dropping a shit ton of weight, like unhealthy weight, like my friggin' like extra, extra small roots track pants from like friggin' grade eight fit me. (laughs) Like I was like, what is happening? I literally cried all day, like all day. Anything would set me off. I would constantly have panic attacks and I don't know if you've ever had a panic attack, but oh, they're awful. Especially when you have them like five times a day, I would literally have to call my mom to just like, I was like, mom, you need to calm me down. I don't know what the heck's happening right now. <laughs> um, I ended up actually having to, so in 2018, when that started, I actually had to stay with my mom for a bit because I honestly being completely, Transparent here, I did not trust myself being alone. <laughs> My mom was an angel and helped me out so much. Like, I literally could not have gone through that without her. So, I'm going to do a little shout out, Diane. Like, you the bomb. He <laughs> was so, he's literally an angel. Like, I honestly, I called her probably 50 times a day, like, and, and staying with her, she helps so much. So, And it wasn't like something that just came out of the blue. I honestly struggled with my anxiety growing up, but this was different. Like I knew something was wrong. And like after about a month and a bit of like dealing with that shit and like it wouldn't go away. My mom was like, no, we need to do something. Like she knew something was wrong and like I needed some professional help. And like this was not going away on its own because like we were trying everything (laughs) like you name it. We tried it. Like, you know those friggin' lights that you can get like to plug in and it's supposed to be like sunlight the sunlight happy lamp. Those things. Yeah. Well, that didn't work. I was not happy. (laughs) Like we googled like everything, like how to help with this. Like, so we tried everything and nothing was working. So I ended up taking action and I did get my blood work done. And my cortisol levels were literally absolutely through the roof. Um, I was like, okay, like this is where I was like, I need to make an appointment. So I made an appointment with my family doctor. And at that time I was diagnosed with anxiety and panic disorder. So it was kind of like a chemical imbalance going on that my body not regulate on its own. And I literally even too, like, I was so proactive with this. Like when I was going through everything, I actually kept like a journal. So I would write down what I was going through every single day and it which actually ended up helping out because I brought it to my family doctor. Yeah. So he was able to read everything and he was like, okay, like this is what's going on. And he was so great. And yeah, so obviously that's when I was diagnosed. And I personally, I decided he gave me options. So I was never ever forced into anything, but I did decide to go the medication route. I thought it was literally the best option for my situation. And I just wanted to feel like me again, like I would have done anything to feel like me again. So I did go the medication route. And then within about honestly, I'd say like a week and a half to two weeks, I was already starting to get back to normal. But with that, yes, I was back to, you know, getting back to my normal self, but I still realized I needed to put in work and I needed to figure out what my triggers were and how to cope with it. So I ended up getting into yoga and like meditation first. And I did that for a little bit, which honestly I did love, like I really did like it and it helped out a lot. And then I was like, well, let's dabble into like the fitness and like, well, I'll get a gym membership. So I, that's when I got my gym membership and then I went to the gym. I started lifting weights and I instantly fell in love. I still am on medication today, but I'm honestly at a much lower dose, which has slowly been weaned off the last few years. It is something that I work on every day, but finding the gym and my love for fitness had literally made my life so much easier. Like, I have so much to give and thank for the gym. Like, honestly, (laughs) I feel you. So yeah, that was that was my uh, that was my journey with my anxiety a few years ago. And honestly, I've come full frickin' turn. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: there's one one thing you said that like stood out to me so much, and that it was that you just wanted to feel like yourself again. Yeah, I think that's so relatable for so many women and men for various things. Like the last couple of years with like COVID and with all these restrictions and just with all the craziness in the world, I feel like. And I know like some of it, it can be an excuse, but some of it is so very real as well. And I think so many people like kind of lost themselves in the last couple of years, whether it's due to like weight gain or anxiety or depression, or just like losing your social circle, losing for those people who were lucky enough to not lose their job, losing like that escape to go to work and escape the environment of, of your home or to go to the gym because gyms were closed down and opened back up and closed down like so many times across Canada. Right. So I feel like that is really, really relatable because even a lot of our clients who've come into our program, like they, when they join, they're like, I just, I just want to feel like me again. Like, I don't even know who I am anymore.
1: And that's like where I was at. Like I was at a point where I was just like, who, like, who is this? Like, and I literally would get, like, I would have my panic attacks were pretty much based on the feeling that I was like, is this me forever? Like, is this how I'm going to feel forever? And it honestly scared the shit out of me. Like, I was like, I can't, no, <laughs> like, I can't do yeah. this forever. <laughs>
0: yeah. I feel you. Like for me, probably like, I've definitely had some ups and downs and dark times in my life, but the most recent time was last year. So like I got hurt in April of last year and it definitely was an injury that I didn't think was going to be as severe as it was. It ended up like I had to basically stop training for like almost six months total. But I, I ended up easing myself back into it. But it was like three months where I could not work out. Like I was in severe pain from literally the second I woke up, not even like during my sleep. Like I couldn't even sleep. And at the time, like I was, my business was like, this was just as my business was like blowing up. I had like 70 clients. It was just me. Like I had no one else on my team. I had no other coaches there, just me, like 70 clients. I had a lot of stuff going on with personal life with the boys. And like, I was in chronic pain and I don't know if you've ever been in chronic pain. I know some of our listeners have absolutely felt this and not only just being in severe pain 24 hours a day, but losing The gym and like losing being able to train because it's such an escape and it's like such a place where you can just like let everything go. You know what I mean? And not only was I dealing with so much stuff, like I've never felt that much anxiety in my life. Like I don't think I've ever really had anxiety until that point. And I was like, okay, now I really, really understand. Like I felt like there were days where my brain would not work. Like I could not think and I didn't even know what I was doing.
1: It almost like honestly, I don't wish anxiety and like that type of feeling on anybody. I really don't. Like it's the worst feeling when you just don't feel like yourself. And it's it's absolutely brutal. And especially for in your point too, like you weren't able to go do the thing that you know helps with that. Right. So like you can't go to the gym. You can't work out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then whether you can't work out because either like you're you're injured or if you are so anxious that you can't leave the house or if your gym is closed, again, that still removes that escape of, of working out. And I feel like a lot of people felt that over the last couple of years.
1: And like, even thinking about now, like now obviously I still have anxiety and like I am able to cope with it and deal with it in different ways. But looking back when I was really, really bad, Oh my God, I couldn't even leave my frigging house. Could you imagine me like trying to get to the gym? Like yeah. what? <laughs> Like there was no frigging way. So I, and there's so many people, like as soon as you start sharing your journey and like what you're going through, the amount of people that come out of the woodworks that are dealing with the same thing. Even just
0: like anxiety about how your body looks. Like I know you mentioned talking about body dysmorphia a little bit and we talk about that a lot on this show as well. And there's absolutely women and men out there who have so much anxiety around how they look it's such a popular thing, unfortunately, but like, it is so possible to transform yourself mentally and physically. But again, it all does really, truly start in your mind because if you don't believe you're capable of something, it's going to be really challenging to, to get there, especially long-term.
1: Oh, hundred percent. I think mental health, uh, like personally, I think mental health is much more important than physical health because like if you do not have your mental health in check then like what what's the point of anything else really like <laughs> yeah like your your brain needs to be healthy before you do anything else yeah absolutely
0: and they go hand in hand too oh 100 percent. so how would you say fitness
1: impacted your life the most Oh God. (laughs) Like so is it like really sad that I kind of get like emotional talking about the gym? (laughs) (laughs) No, not all. Okay. (laughs) Because I'm like, is this like making me like cry? But no, so like honestly, fitness changed my life immensely. Like, oh my God. So before fitness, obviously, like I struggled huge with my mental health and my anxiety. And I did lack confidence. Like I honestly, I don't even really know if I had any confidence to be honest with you. And I have so much confidence now that it's crazy. Like I do not give a single shit.
0: I the will, best
1: feeling <laughs> oh my God, I'll post whatever the hell I want to on my social media is like I will do anything like I'll say what I want I freaking wear what I want like I don't even care like if I want to wear a freaking like the other day I wore a, like a gym shirt with like vampire teeth on it am I gonna do I that I love like, it <laughs> six years ago if I would have done that I would have been like no like, <laughs> like I just I don't care. Like I am me and I have so much confidence in that area that I like, don't like, I don't give a shit. If you don't like it, then don't look at it. (laughs) I was not even close. And this like obviously goes into what I was just talking about, but I was not at all the independent, strong woman that I am today. And like, I was always and like what I was talking about before. So being an only child, I feel like I grew up really quickly being an only child and obviously having separated parents, it kind of throws like a whole new ball game in that sense. So I always had like really good independence, but it was, I don't know. It was like a different independence. Like I still felt like I needed people to save me. It was really weird. Like I just, I was not competent in that sense, but now like, I'm just like, yes, like it, I've got me, I've got my back. Like I'm a super strong, independent woman. And like, the gym like totally did that for me, like fitness 100%. I'm literally quite, I'm a different person than I was before fitness. All of my best qualities have come out and like finding myself now is like, oh my God, is this, like, is this the person I am? Because like, this is pretty cool.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I so feel you. Yeah.
1: Like I've always had really like I've had and I'm not tooting my own horn here, but like I've always <laughs> had, like grateful. I've always had really good qualities, I think. But I feel like they were hiding underneath all this bullshit that was going on, like my anxiety and like all this other crap and like whatever was going on. And I feel like the gym fitness, like lifting weights in general has turned me into such a strong, badass, hardworking woman with freaking goals and dreams. And like I honestly I owe my life to it. And I think that's why I I really do get emotional with it because like, I really do like, it saved my life. (laughs) Hell yeah. I love that. I love all of that so much.
0: It's (laughs) insane. Like, again, I relate to all everything you said right there, especially like how you feel like you, you have like all these great qualities and there's like more to you, but without that confidence, like I, at least I, like, I didn't have the confidence to like, Dig it out of myself. You know what I mean. I was just kind of like, be like, let people walk over me and just be like, oh yeah, like I, I don't like that. Even if I really liked something, and I wouldn't like, I wouldn't share my personality with people. And now, obviously, I have a podcast, and everyone knows about my personality. But <laughs> if it weren't for fitness, and if it weren't for like the mindset work that I have done on myself, even when I didn't want to, especially when I didn't want to, like those are the days that made. The most difference is when you don't feel like putting in the work and you do it anyways, because you know that you're worth it. And you know that the person you're working on becoming is going to be proud of you.
1: A hundred percent. I cannot stress that more. Like literally work on your freaking self every single day. Put yourself first, whether you, you know, you're in a relationship, you have kids, like you have, you know, priorities and all that stuff, but your first priority should be yourself. Like you need to work on yourself every single freaking day investing in yourself is always 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 going to pay off yes because like honestly in the end like it's it's you like it's you have you (laughs) so like you fall in love with yourself you need to love yourself you need to have that confidence and like I feel like it is I kind of feel like it's kind of gotten better but like social media is like uh, the devil for that like you go on there and you see all these beautiful women and like you see all this the models and the crap and the, you know, face tunes and the blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And all that stuff. And like, obviously that's not going to help. <laughs> yeah. And it did not do when, like, when I was like, just started my fitness journey, I was like, Oh my God, like, how do I look like these people? Like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But now I see them on Instagram. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, good for them. Like they look good. Like I'll toss them a like, like whatever. But yeah. I think like confidence is key. And I think what we do and at Cut and Conquer Fitness is huge as well, like really with the mindset and like, don't fall into that shit. Like, don't, you know what I mean? Like, I just think what we do is so fantastic. Like the mindset work we do is so, so great.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And like, you are your competition. Like every single person, one thing that's totally shifted my perspective lately is like, the belief that like we are all exactly where we need to be right now. And sometimes, like when there's there's so much comparison out there on social media, like you said, it can be so easy to compare yourself to how someone else looks and be like, oh, I'm working harder than them, or I'm doing more than they are. Why do they look better than me? Why have they lost more weight than I have? And and all of those types of things. But again, like every person's life, every person's journey is so different. And sometimes like all this shit can just be happening to us and just feels like life is just dealing us these shitty hands like over and over and over and we can't break through it. But like life is not going to deal you anything that you are not strong enough to overcome. And I think just focusing on you versus you and not comparing yourself to anyone else because you're not anyone else. You're you and you're exactly where you should be. And you're going through exactly what you need to go through to to come out stronger. And I think comparison can be useful if you're using it for inspiration and you're, like, looking at someone and being like, wow, like, look what this, this person has accomplished. If, it, if they've done it, like, I can do it too. And I think that's a yeah. that's a very constructive way to use comparison. But, like, at the end of the day, it's, it's you versus you, you know?
1: And, like, I say this all the time, too. Like, if everyone worked out and ate the same, we would still... All completely different. (laughs) Yes. The person you're comparing yourself to on, you know, Instagram or whatever. Well, if the two of you train the same and ate exactly the same, well, guess what? Like, you're not going to look the same. (laughs) Like, that's just how it is. So, you just need to focus on you and don't worry about anyone else and just freaking work on yourself. Damn it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: absolutely. And what was there was like a really good thing you talked about in the live stream this week about perfection. Um, What was that part?
1: honestly, the progress over perfection was killer.
0: Yeah. I love that episode that you did
1: talking about that. Like I've done a few lives now, but that one was probably my favorite. It's like, do you want to be perfect or do you want to be better than you were before? Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh God. Like that is killer. Like, no, you don't need to be perfect. Like perfect is Perfect doesn't work. Like it's unachievable. Like if you give yourself like perfection goals, I'm sorry, but you're not gonna reach them and then you're just gonna be, you know, butthurt that you didn't reach your your goals because they're they're unreachable.
0: (laughs) And there's there's so many people out there that are so capable and they have so much potential, but they keep putting things off because they wanna have this perfect time to start and they wanna like wait until like summer's over or wait until the holidays are over or wait until their kids are done school and it's like it's never going to be the nope. perfect time. So you are completely limiting your progress by trying to make things perfect because they're never going to be.
1: Exactly. And that goes with everything, right? Like there's never a perfect time. Never. Like just do it. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, oh, like it's going to, another week's going to go by, another month's going to go by. And like, unfortunately, time doesn't wait for us. So okay. if you don't do it now, then like it's not going to happen. No. And yeah,
0: like, tomorrow is not guaranteed to even get here. Right. So use today.
1: Today is the only day that really, really matters. And I feel like the older I get and like, I don't know if this sounds super lame, but like the older I get, it really sits true with me about like tomorrow is never guaranteed. Yeah. Like it's not like, and again, like I don't know if that's with my age and stuff, but cause like obviously when I was a teenager, like if I said that or someone said that to me, I would be like, what, come on, like, shut up. But like now, it's crazy. Cause it's true. Like you're not guaranteed tomorrow. So why are you sitting on your ass today? Yeah, absolutely. That sounds harsh. That so harsh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's so true. And I feel like that's, that's a, like a really easy excuse to use. And like, I always tell, like we all tell our clients, like excuses are only real if you let them be. So yeah, of course you're, you're going to be busy right now. If you're, if your kids are at home or if, the, if it's like the holiday season, but there's, there's always like a path around the obstacle. And if you're looking at the obstacle, you're only going to see the obstacle. But if you look at the path, you're going to see the path around the obstacle.
1: And like, I'm sure you've been there as well. Like I, like I've been there, like I've had excuses out my ass, like of like going to work out or why I wasn't going to do this and blah, blah, blah. Like before I really, even when I got into fitness, I was making excuses up for myself all the time. And now like I'll sit there and if I don't have like five, good reasons for myself (laughs) to get my ass to the gym then like okay maybe I need to take like a mental health day or like I I, my body needs rest but like if I can come up like five good things that like for me to get to the gym and uh, then yes I go (laughs) yeah yeah because it still it still totally happens to us sometimes I think people think
0: like oh like you're a a fitness coach like you got it all figured out but I still make excuses and I still have to like battle myself and be like okay like And then there's like that struggle too, between trying to convince yourself, like if it's an excuse or if it's real, you know what I mean? Because there's also that fine line of not pushing your body beyond its limit. Of course, we want to push ourselves to the limit, but there's also like such a thing as rest and recovery that is so key and stress management and like sleep and all of those things are so, so important as well. So yes, you want to push your boundaries. Yes. You want to push your limits. You want to hold yourself to a higher standard, But at the same time, you don't want to run yourself into the ground.
1: That's where like the, what I do with like the five things of like me, like if I can't name five good reasons why I need to get my ass to the gym, like for me, then I was, I'm like, okay, well, you know what? A mental health day. Like if I'm like, and you would know this too, like going to the gym, like, oh, I need to film today or I need to make content. And like, I need to do this and that. Well, unfortunately like that's for other people. Like, do you know what I mean? Like if you, Have good reasons to go to the gym for yourself, then like okay, well maybe I just need to you know take a mental health day today, and like we'll get back at her tomorrow. Like I I I have no good reasons for me to go today.
0: (laughs) No, I like that. That's a super useful tool as well.
1: So to kind of wrap things up for
0: today, Brittany, what do you want to share with people who are maybe going through some dark times right now who are struggling with anxiety and? They want to make changes to their life, but they just feel like they don't know where to start.
1: Okay. So big, big, great thing here. Huge thing, huge. And I cannot freaking stress this enough, but you do not be afraid or ashamed to ask for help, whether that's in asking for help or even um, you need to talk to somebody, call your mom, call your dad. Call your siblings, your best friend, cousins, spouse. There's always somebody there that can help you. Like you literally, you need to voice how you are feeling. That will help immensely. Like that's when, cause like if I didn't voice my opinion back then, like who freaking knows? Like, like I was literally calling my mom, like I said, every single day, and I was telling her how I was feeling, and I was, you know like journaling and I was talking through it. I was talking myself through it. I was like this and that, and then reaching out to my family doctor, like just don't. And I feel like the stigma around mental health has definitely gotten better in regards to like taking medication if you need it and all that stuff. But I still think there's a little bit of a stigma of reaching out for help. I feel like some people think that it makes you feel weak or like um you're not good enough and like what are you doing like why are you asking for help no like freaking everyone needs help like <laughs>
0: it's i don't so care so true i literally have a sticky note on my board that i'm looking at right now and it says vulnerability is a sign of strength yeah and like oh that God. i think is super powerful because i have struggled with, with that so much because like i always want to come across as like Strong yes. and having my shit together, especially because like I lead a fitness company, so it's like super important to me. But at the same time, like you got to be real and you got to be vulnerable and you got to be open to opening up about what's actually going on in your life, you know? Because if you exactly. if you keep those things like bottled in, it's just gonna keep persisting in your life, and it's gonna eventually explode.
1: I, I can agree more. I love that so much, and like same thing with like, and I did touch on this, but you don't be ashamed if you need to be on medication for your mental health either. Okay. That's a huge, huge thing. Or even thinking about that. Like, yeah. You know, like maybe making that decision that you need to be maybe on medication. There is nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with you. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you, you know, weird. Cause you're on medication. It, no, it doesn't like, if it's going to help you and like it helped me like i'm literally so thankful that i made that decision to get on medication like i i clearly needed it i was on i had a chemical imbalance going on and it helped me so i really do not be ashamed to ask for help and if you need to be on medication your mental health comes friggin' first you should always come first also with everything too that we just talked about what i would love love people to know is that like, you honestly could have the most quote unquote, perfect body in the world. And you could be absolutely shredded and like just goals. But if you are not happy in your mind and your brain is not healthy and you're not working on self-love, then honestly, you will never be happy no matter what you look like. You have to put your work in physically and mentally. And it's really quite literally, I like to say with everything is like your mind, body and your soul. Like it needs to be healthy. Yeah, absolutely agree. I think you
0: nailed it with that. And if you're not happy, you're not going to be a happy person for the people that you love and the people that you care about. And if you don't love yourself, it's going to be hard to truly love everyone else that you care about to full capacity. Exactly. You're going to constantly be feeling shitty, whether it's due to anxiety or just due to not being healthy, having your hormones out of whack, or just feeling insecure in your own body.
1: Exactly. Like, sure. Yeah. You look bomb in that freaking tight ass dress. And like, you look so hot and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like, if you're not happy and you're healthy in your mind, then like, what, like, you have, right? Like, yeah. Okay. You you got some cool pictures for your Instagram. You look great, but. like, you know what I mean? You have to, you got to work on yourself. Like you really have to work on yourself. And like I said, in the beginning, like your mental health comes first, like that has to come first.
0: Yeah, totally agree. I think we'll wrap it up there for today's episode. Thank you so much, Brittany, for coming on today and being
1: so vulnerable and sharing your story with us. Man, that was so fun. That like, honestly, was so great. Thank you for having me. Like, I literally, I feel like we were sitting here like having a glass of wine, shooting the shit together. (laughs) I know, I know, we're gonna do it again soon. (laughs) So fun. Thank you so much.
0: You are so welcome. So, if you guys got value from this episode, definitely search Brittany up on social media. Brittany, what's your Instagram handle again?
1: Yeah. My Instagram handle is at B Burgess, like B like the bumblebee, B-E-E and then B-U-R-G-E-S-S. Perfect. So give us
0: a Instagram tag, take a screenshot of this episode, share it to your story. You can tag me as well at Nyfina. Let us know that you are listening and we will both be back for another episode sometime very soon.